Hey guys, I'm Emily and welcome to the Made For More podcast. I made this podcast as a way to find encouragement for your soul. As I walk through life as a stay-at-home mom, I encounter insight and wisdom from God that I feel called to share with others. Through my own life stories, sermons listened to, books I've read, the Bible, and other amazing resources, I'll be sharing encouraging and uplifting messages with you. If you're looking to renew your mind, transform your life, and perspective, this podcast is a place to start. Today's topic is on transformation. What a hot topic for the new year, right? Between setting goals, starting new habits, trying to become better, we're all on this journey of transforming ourselves to be our best selves. After all, I do believe we were made for more. Here's a fun story about what it means to transform, all inspired by watching a kid's show with my son one morning. I hope you enjoy. After finishing up breakfast and getting my son fed, I put on a background TV show called If I Were an Animal on, I think it was on Netflix or something. The show has different episodes of animals and creatures from birth to adulthood. Children's voices speak over the video footage of adorable babies and beautiful creation. One that caught my eye as we played with cars was the dragonfly. My mom, who passed away in 2011, was obsessed with dragonflies. I never really liked them growing up or cared much about them until after she passed away. From the day she left this earth, dragonflies flocked to me. I'd see them everywhere. They held a special place in my heart. I even got one tattooed on myself. So you can see why the moment a dragonfly popped up on the screen, my interest peaked. A dark, dreary water shone on the screen and quite an odd looking critter appeared. The child speaker announced that before a dragonfly can fly, they spend all their time swimming below water. This was a fact that I had heard somewhere before. It showed close-up footage of this dark-colored swimmer as it was readying to go its transformation. It found a branch to sturdy itself on and used all the energy it had into transitioning to its new body. The camera footage caught the process of this dragonfly removing and shedding its lifeless outer layer as the new body appeared. Going from a dull, muddy brown color to a bright green, this tiny insect took on its new form. Out came wings that were not a part of its old body, as the rest of its old skin was shed. The dragonfly slowly crawled higher above its now empty, lifeless sack of skin and stood very still. It slowly outstretched its wings for the first time, showing off all of its opalescent beauty. The wings were covered in tiny droplets of water. The speaker announced that the dragonfly was waiting for its wings to dry. After living underwater its entire life, thus far, its new body requires a new environment. 
It required shedding its outer layer, drying off the life it once thrived in before it could take off in flight. What happens next is a given, I'm sure you can imagine. The dragonfly takes off, fluttering its translucent wings for the first time and soars through the sky. As I was watching this, I was mesmerized. The awe I was in wasn't the beautiful colors or the dragonfly itself. My amazement was at the parallels this little critter has with becoming a new person and a new creation after you've given your life to Jesus. As believers, we once walked in darkness, spiritual blindness, and after we become saved, the Holy Spirit is given to us and we become a new creation. Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Salvation is immediate, but sanctification is a process. Just like the dragonfly slowly shedding its old skin, its old ways, and using all of its energy to embrace its new body, we die to our old habits, our old self, and embrace a new way of life, a new way of thinking, new perspectives, new habits, a new way of loving others above ourselves, leaving behind our old patterns and beliefs. Just like the Israelites leaving Egypt, As God freed them from slavery, it was more than physical chains. The Israelites were valued by the amount of bricks they made, what they produced. God wanted to bring them out of the slavery they were living in to the promised land. We can relate to the Israelites in the sense that we are not physically slaves, but mentally we can be in chains. We can be a slave to our thoughts, to our false beliefs. We can believe our worth and identity is in what we produce and how much we achieve. The Israelites craved the old foods from Egypt and they wanted to go back. They were given manna from God but still craved meat. Inside of them was a craving for more and for what they once had in their past. There was still part of their past inside of them that needed to be removed. God gave them all they needed and they were still unsatisfied. Just like God was trying to free the Israelites, God's trying to free us from our old lives. The lives he's calling us to leave behind, to walk in his truth and the path he has planned for us. For your own research, which I always suggest, if you read the story in Exodus 11, God ends up giving them so much quail that it would be coming out of their nostrils. There was a town that they ended up burying those that craved more. Numbers 11.34 Therefore the place was named, I'm probably going to mispronounce this, Kibroth, Hatava, because there were buried the people who had craved other food. This was the NIV translation. The past got buried and they moved forward. The story's a little bleak, but it encourages me not to be someone wanting to stay stuck in my old ways. I want to live and enter that promised land. The point in bringing up the story of the Israelites leaving Egypt was that just like them, 
we may have things inside of us that God still needs to remove once we are saved. Salvation is immediate, but sanctification takes time. Once we're saved, God works to transform us to become like his son. Romans 8.29 says, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. I wish it happened overnight. I wish the completed product was quickly tangible, but it isn't. It's a daily growth. It's a daily choice, a moment by moment choice to choose to walk in the new way of living. We have to die to ourselves daily. We have to lay down our desires and will for God's. We have to daily surrender and take up our cross and follow Jesus. The good news is God has given us all we need in order to live this life. 2 Peter 1.3 His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Ephesians 3.20 Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to His power is, that is at work within us. Romans 12.2 Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. By God's power at work within us, we will shed our old selves, habits, and hang-ups. We will be transformed by the renewing of our minds as we choose to not conform to the pattern of this world. When we abide in Him, we can walk out life in a way pleasing to God. the vine and we are the branches without him we can do nothing when we remember this truth and cling to it we can always find our strength in God he does not require of us anything more than he is capable of carrying us through just like the graceful dragonfly taking off and flying through the sky we will be able to soar on wings of eagles as we rely on God to carry us through life. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please feel free to leave any feedback or comments. I can't wait to share more with you guys. Bye for now.